Welcome to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Roschke, your host, and Don Kennedy. Good afternoon. Co-host. Or morning or whatever day it is. <laughs> whatever time it is. Whenever you watch it or listen to it, right? <laughs> good. How does they say that? Uh, good, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Yeah, there you go. That way you, miss, you don't miss anything. Right. <clears throat> We're so glad that y'all joined us today, whether it be by radio or podcast or Facebook, whatever way you're listening or watching, we're so glad you joined us. We love the opportunity to get to share the Word of God with mm-hmm. you. It is so, God's Word is so wonderful. Mm-hmm. I love it. And alive. Yes, yes. And even when we prepare ahead of time, then we're reading it and there's it comes more alive yeah. and mm-hmm. discussion. And yeah. I love the Lord. He's I so good. Too. I do too. And, and I love it when you guys comment too. Mm-hmm. And uh, we... You know, and sometimes, even if you have a question, if we don't capture it right then and talk about it, or you have a remark, I always go back and read the Mm -hmm. comments and answer anything that needs to be answered. So, uh, anyway, and, uh, well, hello, Daddy. Daddy is watching. Listening. (laughs) Listening. (laughs) Hallelujah. Okay, well, we are in Luke chapter 24, and this is a really uh, unique passage of scripture. It's the walk to Emmaus. Mm-hmm. Now, I've never personally been on a walk to Emmaus, but I hear that they're absolutely wonderful and life-changing. It's amazing. Yeah. I've been on one. Yeah. It's well, I can see full why. Full of surprises. I, yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> but I, I can see why it would be so wonderful if it is based on the actual mm-hmm. walk to Emmaus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never really delved into this passage, passage like I have lately. I mean, I've read it, but it just didn't jump out at me. Mm-hmm. Well, when I started studying this, because I ministered this at a conference in Branson, Missouri mm-hmm. uh, last month, and they were they had brought out one of the scriptures. Uh, in fact, it was, I think, verse 32 that says, Didn't our hearts burn with the flames of holy passion while we walked beside him? He unveiled for us such profound revelation from the scriptures. So that's Luke 24, uh, 20, uh, 32. And I thought, well, I'm just going to really study this whole passage. And when I did, Dawn, just the things that jumped out at me, and of course, y'all know me that follow us, you know, I'm like crazy about the Bible. Like, I like to get this translation or that translation you're or that a, translation. You're a minister and a teacher, and you actually like the I word. I do. I love it. I it's don't a know, good thing. I don't know what I'd do without it. I really don't. His word does not return void. It accomplishes that which it sent out to do. And another scripture about the word, the word says... That he sent forth the word and delivered us from the pit and destruction. Thank I mean, you, Father. There's just so many scriptures just about the word. And the word was Jesus, yes. so he sent forth Jesus mm-hmm. and yes. pulled us out of the pit and destruction. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. The word was made flesh and dwelt among mm-hmm. us. Jesus is his name. One of his names is the word. The word. So we're going to get into Jesus mm-hmm. right here, okay? Mm-hmm. And this is after... Jesus' death and burial, and his resurrection. And he's walking along the road to Emmaus. Well, the reason I entitled this uh, teaching The Burning Place is because that's what the name Emmaus comes from the root word meaning the burning place Mm -hmm. or hot springs. And so 
If you remember, if, you, if you're familiar with this passage, if not, I really encourage you to, to read it, uh, Luke 24, starting with verse 13, and read it to the end of Luke because it's just so amazing. But <clears throat> so Jesus has died, and the disciples are so confused. I mean, they are beside themselves thinking all is lost because Jesus died. And he didn't do it the way, he didn't do anything the way he thought they thought he should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. They, they were just like, you know, they, I, they didn't grasp when Jesus said, I'm going to suffer many things. I'm going to die, but I'm going to rise again on the third day. Somehow or another, you know how we are. We get caught up in the everyday junk, Mm -hmm. the everyday stuff that we have to go through. And sometimes we forget what God said. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've done it. Or we misunderstand it until after the fact sometimes. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And that's what was happening here. So I'm just going to quickly read and then I'm going to beginning at verse 27. That's where we ended last time. Okay, Mm -hmm. but I'm just going to read this. And this is actually out of the Passion Translation. Later that same day, two of Jesus's disciples were walking from Jerusalem to Emmaus, a journey of about 17 miles. They were in the midst of a discussion about all the events of the last few days when Jesus walked up and accompanied them in their journey. They were unaware that it was actually Jesus walking alongside them, for God prevented them from recognizing him. Jesus said to them, you seem to be in a deep discussion about something. What are you talking about so sad and gloomy? They stopped and the one named Cleopas answered, Haven't you heard? Are you the only one in Jerusalem unaware of the things that have happened over the last few days? I mean, he was just a little bit sarcastic sarcastic with Jesus. (laughs) Jesus asked him, what things? And I, I have to stop there. I love that question of Jesus. He's already says, what are you talking about? So sad and gloomy. And then he says, he asked them again, what things? Because the Lord is so good. The Holy Spirit will draw us out, out of us, the things that are making us sad and gloomy, concerning, confusing us, perplexing us, the things that are distracting us, the things that are holding us back. He's just so, so good about pursuing us. He pulls out the, the thing that we're supposed to be remembering. Exactly. He pulls out him. He pulls yeah. himself back out. Right. Hello. Yes. Bring me back to the front here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Remember what I said. Remember what I said. <laughs> I love it. He says, uh, what things? And then Cleopas answered the things about Jesus. <laughs> Unaware that that's Jesus standing right there. Mm-hmm. The things about Jesus, the man from Nazareth, they replied. He was a mighty prophet who performed miracles. That is really, that's true. Mm-hmm. And wonders. True. His words were powerful, and he had great favor with God and the people. But this is so important that I bring this out again. The one thing they did not mention in that, because all that was true. And these were the very ones that believed that he was going to be the the Messiah, that he Mm -hmm. was the Messiah. But right here. But right here. that They have turned loose of that. They've lost hope because it all looked so unbelievable. And they were expecting Jesus to come 
and overthrow the Roman government and kind of put all those people in their place yeah, that were yeah. coming against him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and make things right in the natural. Mm -hmm. Jesus doesn't always make things right in the natural the way we think it should be, but he's doing it for the eternal. He's putting things in place for the kingdom of God, right? And so they just could not, they could not, it wasn't even feasible to them that what they had believed, been believing for him to come and to make things right and to get them out of this bondage to Roman, uh, the Roman government and, and all these things, you know, just so many things. And so that's what a Messiah looked like to them. Mm -hmm. That's what the Messiah looked like. And then when Their he preconceived did preconceived notion. Yeah. Because they were looking at it in the natural, in the short term, in the temporary, in their mm -hmm. lifetime mm -hmm. only. Right. And then when Jesus did not perform according to their standards, come on, <laughs> then when they were listing that he was, he was a mighty prophet, he performed miracles and wonders, he was powerful, he had favor with great, great favor with God and the people, they left out that he was the Messiah. Mm -hmm. That hurts my heart. I mean, because I'm sure I have done that in one way or another, you know, when I, I've expected this, you know, through the years or whatever. And... Then, but the the main thing was the main thing. He was the Messiah, and he mm -hmm. was coming to die. He came to die. That's exactly what he came to do, mm -hmm. uh, to redeem mankind. Uh, and it wasn't just going to be for a temporary group of people for a temporary time and error. It was for all eternity. And so it just, it's wor noteworthy. Mm-hmm to realize they didn't say he was the Messiah and they believed it just a few days before. So that's a good place to insert no matter what you're walking through. Remember that he's the Messiah. Yes. And he has you. He says he never leaves us mm -hmm. or forsakes us. Mm -hmm. So your Messiah, your Savior mm -hmm. is still with you no matter what you're walking through. Exactly. That's a good point. Uh, he is Jesus Christ, the anointed one and his anointing. He's mm -hmm. the Messiah, the one that came to save us. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. He came to he he came from heaven, humbled himself and take on the form of a man. He died on the cross. Mm -hmm. Now he was still fully God and fully man, but he he laid aside, if you will, or he didn't access his uh, deity, mm -hmm. you know, because he experienced it all as a man without sin because mm -hmm. he had to be a sinless, spotless lamb, lamb mm -hmm. of God, sacrifice. He was the way, the truth, and the life. The, yes, <laughs> absolutely. And he willingly laid down his life. Nobody took it from him. He laid down his life. For you. Mm -hmm. For you. He, he sweat great drops of blood mm -hmm. in the garden during his passion, and, and he knew what he was going to be facing. Mm -hmm. He knew he was going to be taking on the judgment for sin, for the all of humanity, for all time. And his he was feeling the weight of it. Mm -hmm. And then he was beaten. He was bloodied. He was bruised. They pulled out his beard. They spat upon him. They scoffed at him. They blasphemed him. Uh, they turned their backs. They rejected him. They 
put a crown of thorns and shoved it into his head. I mean, I think we need to remember these things, right? He purchased, what he did. He purchased everything you could experience mm -hmm. right. in this he life. Experienced he experienced it. it. Mm -hmm. He purchased it. He did it for you. Mm -hmm. He knows where you are. Mm -hmm. He knows how to get to you. He knows this answer. He knows the way. Mm -hmm. He's with you. Yeah, he is. And Even all when you feel alone. True, very true. And all of the things he suffered, you know, the, the, the ripping of his flesh with the, the whip, mm -hmm. just tearing the flesh from him was so that we could be healed, you know. He paid the price. He, the nails in his hands and his feet. Uh, and then even when he was dead, they, they put a spear in his side and out came water and blood. Mm -hmm. uh, he suffered all of that to be our Messiah. But one thing that has just, this has become alive in me so much. Uh, it just hit me the other day that Jesus, he was so weak. He'd been so beaten and lost so much blood and was so weak. He had to have uh, Simone of Serene come and carry his cross and help him. He couldn't even carry his cross. He was so weak in his flesh. And... But here's the thing, that Satan was trying to kill Jesus before he got to the cross to be crucified. Because if Christ had died before he was nailed to the cross, it would not have uh, fulfilled every single prophecy. Jesus fulfilled in complete detail from Genesis to Revelation every single prophecy about him and he had to die on a cross because cursed is he who hangs on the cross and he took our curse it's so wonderful also him. it blesses me that the lord provided someone to carry his cross mm -hmm. when he knew he was weak mm -hmm. so i bring that into today mm -hmm. you know like everybody has things that they battle and if you feel so weak that you can't make it there's someone to help carry your cross. And if you don't have anybody in your circle, you can call our prayer mm -hmm. line at 866-241-0579 and somebody will pray with you. We'll, we'll, help, bear, mm -hmm. we'll help bear your cross mm -hmm. until you feel stronger. Right. Amen. Uh, prayer, prayer ministers mm -hmm. willing to mm -hmm. pray for you and, and to help you and send mm -hmm. you out some scriptures, you know, that email you or mail them to you uh, that you can read over uh, that uh will help you in the very area that you ask for prayer for. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but, uh, excuse me, the when Jesus, he died on the cross, it was, it was suffering and it was, but you know, he was a servant to all. He, he was a servant. He was our example. And he laid aside, you know, uh, his privileges as the Son of God, he laid it aside to die on the cross. And the disciples were looking at it from a completely different perspective. Uh, I think in some ways it was about place and position uh, <clears throat> and what, what Christ would do in the natural. And they somehow were not able to remember and to understand I didn't have the revelation and when Jesus said I'm going to go I'm going to go to Jerusalem I'm going to be crucified I'm going to die but I'm going to rise again mm -hmm. so in uh, 
the man, the two men are walking along with Jesus and they don't know who he is. And when Jesus asks what things, he answers <clears throat> the things about Jesus, the man from Nazareth. They replied, he was a mighty prophet of God who performed miracles and wonders. His words were powerful and he had great favor with God and the people. But three days ago, the high priests and the rulers of the people sentenced him to death and had him crucified. We, key verse here, we had all hoped that he was the one who would redeem and rescue Israel because it did not look like, sound like, feel like what they expected and had in their mind, they lost hope. Mm -hmm. He said, we had all hoped that he was the one who redeemed and rescued Israel. Early this morning, some of the women informed us of something amazing. They said they went to the tomb and found it empty. They claimed two angels appeared and told them that Jesus is now alive. Some of us went to see for ourselves and found the tomb exactly as the women had seen, but no one has seen him. So I'm sure they're wondering what is ha who took his body. Mm -hmm. Now this, <laughs> Jesus said to them, now this is the Passion translation. Why are you so thick-headed? Thick <laughs> I know he's... He's asked My that daddy many used times. To tell me that I was thick-headed. <laughs> I got it from you, Daddy. <laughs> oh my goodness! Why do you find it so hard to believe every word? Every word, not just pick and choose what you want to believe. Mm -hmm. Just the parts about the power, but not the suffering. Mm -hmm. Just the part about resurrection and life, and not the death, but not sacrifice. And sacrifice, and uh, but. He says, why do you find it so hard to believe every word the prophets have spoken? Wasn't it necessary for the Messiah to experience all these sufferings and afterward to enter into his glory? So many times, folks, in the midst of our suffering, we forget that there's a glory on the other side of it. Uh, the, the sufferings of this present time cannot even begin to be compared to the glory that's going to be revealed in us and through us. So don't forget that. I listen, I understand how easy that is, but when you're going through that, keep your eyes on what Jesus and your ears open to what Jesus said. Get that revelation. Now, this is what Jesus did, and oh, how I would have loved to have been there to have heard this. So I've been asking the Lord that the Lord would do for me what he did for those two men. Okay? It's not been my prayer. I've prayed it several times since I've read this. And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he carefully unveiled to them the revelation himself throughout the scriptures. Wow. Wow. I would love for the word, Jesus, the word, to unveil the word about himself. The word speaking about the word. I mean, that is absolutely amazing. So, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he carefully unveiled to them the revelation of himself throughout the scriptures. <clears throat> he expounded them, because this is what the, what the scriptures covered, okay? Why he came. His mission, the cross, death, burial, resurrection, being justified. In other words, the legal sentence against you being paid, the penalty paid, justified in the legal system, justice. Uh, sanctification, being made holy and pure and set apart to God. Salvation, being delivered, being redeemed, being brought back. Healing, 
the stripes of Jesus, deliverance set free. Jesus came to make an open show of the devil publicly, publicly an open show, divesting him of his power. And he, ransoming every okay. debt that we had. Yeah, yeah. He bought us back. He paid in full. Uh, freedom. He came to set the captives free. You know the truth. The truth will make you free. Authority. We have power in the name of Jesus. We need to use the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Our equipping. We're equipped. We have the full armor. We have the blood of Jesus. We have the name of Jesus. We have the word of God. He talked about his cross. He talked about why and what and how he came to earth. Why? And now... It is our privilege, folks. It's our honor and our privilege to access all that he provided mm -hmm. for. In other words, to, um, uh, to get all that he bought for us, to get all that he paid for, to access it, to apply it, to invoke it upon your life mm -hmm. and to receive it and walk it out. Appropriate the benefits. Uh, there, that's, that's it. Amen. Appropriate mm -hmm. the benefits. So he talked about Christ and him crucified. Paul said, we preach Christ and not ourselves. Uh, that, you know, we, pre we preach Christ and him crucified. Jesus is the sin bearer and he's the offering for sin. He's the sin offering and the sin bearer. Uh, the pure gospel will change your life. First mm -hmm. Corinthians 15, 3 through 4, Christ died for our sin. Number one. He was buried. Number two, he rose again on the third day. It is that simple, but it's the entire word of God in one way or another. It's preached, talked about. Jesus fulfills all the Old Testament sacrifices, all the millions of slain animals and the blood that was applied uh, that uh, to cover sins but couldn't blot out the sins. Blood and, uh, the blood of bulls and goats cannot blot out your sins but the blood of Jesus sprinkled on the mercy seat. Mm -hmm. We have mercy and we have forgiveness. We're cleansed. We're, and he's the mercy whole. seat too. He is the mercy seat <laughs> and the sin bearer and the mm -hmm, sin offering. Mm -hmm. He's so amazing. Amazing. And so he he is the fulfillment of every grain offering, meal offering, burnt offering, everything in the uh, the tabernacle and then the temple. Uh, he fulfills it all completely, beautifully, perfectly. Nothing left out. And only God can figure out how to do all, all of that. Uh, <laughs> Tie no. it all together because every story in here is about him. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's talking yeah. through another, <clears throat> even if it's Esther or whatever, it's yeah. It's all about him. It's right. all about, it's a a way to look at the kingdom in a different, <laughs> a different view of him, you know. Right, or, exactly. Or, or speak to you differently yeah. about how perspectives he. Perspectives. Yeah, perspectives mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. the word I was looking yeah. for. Yeah. Uh, even in Leviticus, you know, in all the laws and in Numbers and uh, the, all the stories, if you look for him, you will find him. Mm -hmm. And thank God we're no longer under the law, but under grace because Jesus fulfilled it all. We're free from the curse Woo! of the law. We're free from poverty, sickness, sickness and, and death. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> so there is power in the cross. There's fire in the cross and what Christ did. First Corinthians 118, the preaching of the cross is the power of God. The cross was the true mission of Christ. I love it. 
<clears throat> verse 28 through 29, they drew near to the village, Emmaus, the burning place, where they were going, and he indicated he would have gone further with the two disciples who still didn't know who he was. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to stay with him. See, I grasp this. The Lord is so easily entreated. He's so easily drawn in if you will just give him a glance, if you will mm -hmm. just ask him, if you will just... He'll come stay with <clears throat> you where you are if that's, that's right. what has to happen mm -hmm. for a little bit. Do <laughs> yeah. you right. get the revelation that yeah. you need, right? Yeah. <laughs> draw nigh to God, he'll draw mm -hmm. nigh unto you. See, their hunger caused Jesus to stay at the burning place with them. He stops for the one and you're the one. <clears throat> you. Yes. Talking to you. Talking to you. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me, I've got a tickle in my throat. <clears throat> so, joining them at the table for supper, he took bread and blessed it and broke it and then gave it to them. All at once, their eyes were opened and they realized he was Jesus. Oh, wouldn't you have been, wanted to be there? Hmm. Then suddenly in a flash, Jesus vanished from their eyes. <clears throat> Think about taking communion now. Mm -hmm. You break bread with him, and then suddenly you realize where he is in the moment or in the situation. He reveals himself. That's a good word right there. It is. Mm -hmm. And he's made known in the breaking of bread. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> See, he was blessed, he was broken, and he gave himself away. He does the same for us. Mm -hmm. He'll bless us. We're, a lot of times we're broken, and he gives us away, you know. Mm -hmm. But Jesus is the bread of heaven. In the uh, tabernacle, there was the table of showbread. Mm -hmm. See, he's the showbread. He is the bread of the presence. Mm -hmm. But when we we are called to communion with him, to commute. So when you take the the, the communion cup, the, the wafer and mm -hmm. the the grape juice, it is to remember what he did. Mm -hmm. And he will come and commune with you in it and mm -hmm. fellowship with you. So it gives you a whole different perspective mm -hmm. on taking the communion cup mm -hmm. <clears throat> and he will make he makes himself known in that and he says this do you in remembrance of me don't forget see the gospel jesus came he was buried he died he was buried and rose again that is the main thing everything else is outsourced from that mm -hmm. well we're out of time in the first half of the hour listen if you need prayer call our, eight, our phone number at 866-241-0579 our prayer line and you we have anointed trained ministers that will pray with you 866-241-0579 also go to our website luada.org l-o-u-a-d-a.org tons and tons and tons of free materials for you previous podcasts and uh, uh, radio programs, uh, TV programs, uh, just so much is out there free. Mm -hmm. We want you to access it and be ministered to. And if you would like to give to help us to continue preaching and through TV and radio and in person and leading worship and all those things, mm -hmm. hey, you can do that online and we would be blessed if you did that. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> 